Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you in praise and adoration for your greatness and in thankfulness for all that you do for us, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Father, we uh, ask that you will make us the repentant prodigals. And we thank you for your forgiveness. Father, we ask for your wisdom and your discernment as we live in this old world here as your children, trying to survive and make sense of it and make a better path for our own children. Bless us, Father, and use us and equip us and show us the way and protect us, Father. Protect this nation from all the ignorance that's going on right now. We lift them up to you, Father. Reveal yourself to those who need you. Show me the way, Abba, Father, to reach more people for your glory and for the sake of truth. For you are the truth. Make CSC Talk Radio your instrument. Help me to lead Small Town Media USA, and may it truly be the voice of rural America and the voice for you, the instrument, the light, and the hope of all people. May we be the meek that inherit. For such a time as this, I humbly pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As I was watching all the news last night, and you know how they all poke fun and laugh at the president's gaffes, and I thought, you know, the joke's no longer funny. We all see it. We all know it. While Biden has been installed as the president, he most assuredly is not the one in charge. We know it, and the world sees it. Other leaders are taking advantage of his weakness and of the wrongness of this administration. He's a joke in the eyes of the world, but the joke is no longer funny. It's not only dangerous, it's tyranny. You know it, and I know it, and the world knows it. Since this administration has taken its oath, we have been riddled with continual tyranny. We as a nation are being brought to our knees as if by design, which I believe it is. Lost jobs, energy, dependent now. It's just like that it happened. Pandemic continues. Liberty is restricted. You know, Lenin said... It is true that liberty is precious, so precious that it must be carefully rationed. The American people are proving themselves to be good little sheeples. We wear our masks, we stay at home, we cash our stimulus checks, we do what we're told. I don't grow up, I didn't grow up believing Americans were compliant people, but free and independent. We watch all those within our borders loot and burn and chant vulgar remarks and threats. 
We blame the police for the violence on the street, and we continually watch Fauci knowing he has no truth in him. We know China is the enemy, yet we continually support them as consumers. We believe ourselves all to be racist because we're told we are. We buy the continued lies of mainstream media because we are blinded to the truth for some reason. We are brainwashed, are we? Or have we just become sheeple, dependent on others for survival? The joke is no longer funny. It is devastating. And a once great nation of people, united for truth and liberty, but now we are divided by lies and falling to communism. The insurrection was not that of January 6th. It was of November 3rd, 2020, when China hacked the Dominion machines to switch votes. The Democrats ignored the Constitution for the sake of COVID, which was also from China. (laughs) You know, we're in a mess, my friends. But we have people that are boots on the ground working for us, and one of them is Daniel Turner. Daniel, how are you doing today? It is always great to be on your show. As always, I love listening to your opening monologue. It really is just always, it, it's it's always spot on. So thank you. Well, thank you for that. You know, I uh, I have to confess, I forgot you were going to be my guest today. <laughs> <laughs> and I got on a rampage all by myself, and I thought, you know, Daniel will help me. He's always there for me. <laughs> well, I think I think one of the things I've always appreciated about you and your show is it very much has the finger on the pulse of what's happening in regular America. Um, mm. Our cities are focused on uh, some of the self-inflicted crises from from the crimes uh, surging and, mm. and the homeless surging and Black Lives Matter protests. Um, but even if that wasn't happening, cities are always just navel-gazing, right? They love to focus on themselves and their world. But for the rest of America, we have different challenges, priorities, uh, uh, et cetera, and you always have your finger on the pulse of what America is feeling and sensing. And so that's what that's why I always appreciate your opening monologue. Well, thank you. You know, I just got this this morning, and I guess it happened over the weekend, and I missed it because I take a little, I take a little break on the weekend, and then it takes me a little while to ca- to catch up. But this is stuff that we would have gasped at when I was young. I mean, this, I mean, I remember the, I remember the riots and the burning and the looting and the crises in the '60s. I remember some of that, um, or the late '50s. But these, this was vandalizers, and they burn an American flag, and they tear down a statue of Jesus at a church in New York City. Uh, you know, it's just like it's unreal that they they have such boldness, and they do this. And, of course, what are the police going to do? Yeah. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the height of the, the Black Lives Matter protests in the summer of 2020, um, when they burnt down St. John's Church here in Washington, D.C., which is named the President's Church. It's the church right across the street from the White House in Lafayette Square. And and it does kind of scratch your head and say, regardless of how you feel about racial issues, the George Floyd uh, shooting, um, or, or death, I should say, um, why are you burning a church? What, what does this have to do? And I think it does just... It's emblematic of their larger Marxist-held beliefs, and Marxism has always sought the abolition of religion. Absolutely, especially Christianity. Yes. Especially Christianity. 
what we're seeing now all over this place is just, it's just unreal. And, um, you know, people are panicking. And it didn't take very long for them to panic up at the pumps. And uh, it's not going to go away. And it's not, well, not anytime soon. It's going to get a little better, but it's not going to get any cheaper. Um, so what do you think? I mean, what are we going to do? Um, what is the way out of this? I mean, besides another election, <laughs> what's the way out of this? You know, one man can't make it right. Just getting the right guy in in the White House isn't going to make it right. No. But but what can the American people do? What what are you telling us to do from Power of the Future's point of view? Oh, I, I've more and more as we we battle this administration and some of its ideology. I, I believe. A lot of our strength is found in the Tenth Amendment and, and in states pushing mm-hmm. back and and people and Missouri is a, one of those wonderful states, right? It, it, it is a pretty solidly conservative state. It has voted for some good folks, um, so you are poised for for greatness. Um, I had to leave Washington D.C. because it didn't value me, and I hate to tell people to pick up and go. But there's a reason why Florida and Texas and Tennessee are growing and Missouri. Um, and there's a reason why New York and California are are shrinking in, in in population, and that's because people people will go to the states that respect them and respect their freedoms. So the Tenth Amendment and and electing people uh, at at the local level, at the state level, who will push back on a on a tyrannical DC, I think, is crucial to to succeed as a country. Yeah, I we're heading into a break. I hear the music faintly in the background. Um, I believe the states, I believe the sovereignty is truly the answer. That's why that word is so ugly to the left. <laughs> they don't like that word sovereignty. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Visit his website, powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. And Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power of the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. 
Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is of art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Caesarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. We have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, uh, Daniel, they're going to make everything. I saw a Babylon Bee this morning that I thought was, well, there was actually two of them that were pretty funny. One of them was that the, that the Democrats are now claiming we're going to have to wear masks forever because of climate change. <laughs> so I guess we're going to inhale our own CO2 so we don't put it out there in, in the in the air. And the other one was that they were going to wean themselves off of masks and they were wearing beakings, binkies, little pacifiers. I saw <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the, the mask is now the symbol of, of the, the effete and, and, and sort of weakened left, right? It is someone likened it to the MAGA hat of the right. You are making a statement with, with what you are wearing and you are telling people what you believe and you are telling people your values. And now the and mask for... Yeah, the mask for the people on the left um, has become that. It doesn't matter that you don't need it. It's, it's, it's I want to make a statement to everybody about my ideology. And uh, I'm not going to, hey, whatever costume you want, whatever mask, whatever hat, whatever. Um, but but I'm does. going to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to breathe the, the, the air, and it is my right and if you are convinced that your vaccine has made you safe, then what do you care what the other ones around you are doing? You know, that's absolutely right. And that was, you know, I, that goes back even with some of the vaccines that they were giving children when people were panicking over the measles that were coming back in. And, of course, they were coming across the border from the illegal aliens coming in. And they weren't they weren't taking care of it as they were when, you know, some of our ancestors first came and they had to stop at Ellis Island and make sure they were clean uh, before they came across. And I don't mean clean as in their bodies. I mean Everybody has viruses. Everybody has a different amount of germs or different germs 
in different areas of the world. And so when you go from one to the other, you infect it just like that's what happened when we came in and we had the, the Indians had never been exposed to smallpox. And that's why it just about wiped, you know, wiped so many of the little tribes out. It's, it's just nature. That's what happens. And uh, so that, you know, people were really going up in arms and, oh, these children are with my children. Well, if your, children's been, if your child has been vaccinated, it should be okay. Yeah. You don't need to panic and th- and and get all in an uproar. But we've got people angry, even so-called conservatives. They're so ridden with fear, Daniel, over this pandemic. They have pushed it so much, you know, that it's, you know, when Fauci said don't wear a mask, he said he was trying to keep people from panicking. Well, now it's like they forced the panic. You know, it's like they can't say enough to make people afraid. Yeah, yeah, and and fear is a very valuable tool for for the Marxists in general, um, and for politicians. And and I've said this many times on your show and on other programs that the environmental left has wanted a state of fear that COVID was able to produce in a matter of of, of days. We went from a totally normal country to complete lockdown, complete panic. Um, and if you are a, a, a Marxist and you want climate change to be the catalyst through which you get larger government control of, of the free markets, of the energy industry, of people's lives and freedoms, you're very jealous. I mean, COVID envy has to be real if you are George Soros and Tom Steyer because they've wanted this level of control of the American people for decades. Heck, Chuck Schumer, before the inauguration, said that he hoped Joe Biden would declare a national climate emergency because it allowed him powers that the, 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 the Constitution uh, doesn't readily grant the president. Now, if that's the case, I would declare a, a freedom emergency and have more power. I mean, why doesn't every president declare everything emergency if just by declaration you're suddenly given powers that are not enumerated in the Constitution. So it is a bizarre way to understand government and, and its role in our lives. Um, but COVID envy is real, and other groups want that. Black Lives Matter wants a racial uh, uh, emergency. Emergency. Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly. COVID, the environmentalists want a climate emergency. Um, you declare something emergency, and now you are unbridled power-hungry to achieve your your agenda. Well, you know, we saw the panic at the pumps, and it didn't take very long for everybody to panic because they couldn't get gasoline. And that isn't just because they wanted to go somewhere. They can't even get to work. You know, they finally got jobs, and they couldn't get to work. Uh, so what do you foresee, uh, Daniel, with, with the summer coming on and vacations? Uh, what do you see? Is it? I know it's going to go high, but is it going to even be there? Um, that's a great question. I, I believe yes. I mean, the, the, the colonial pipeline is, is back online, and hopefully now many people are looking at cyber threats to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Um, but our, our supply is dwindling, there's no, there's no doubt, and it's all very deliberate by, by the federal government, right, with the, the fracking ban, the drilling on federal land. Right, they are purposely drying up the supply, which drives up the price. Um, but I, I also believe that's intentional. Um, we are very successful as a 
country at, at, at assigning blame, or the media, I should say, is very successful at assigning blame where they want. And if they get oil to $100 a barrel, they will blame the fossil fuel industry. They will talk about corporate greed. They will talk about how oh, they put yeah. profit ahead of people. No one will say, well, maybe if we just allowed them to drill like they used to drill, there'd be more. And with the, with the greater supply, the price would come down. Um, instead, it will be the fossil fuel companies are our enemy. And that's a very useful position for the environmental left uh, and the communists who who decide their policy platform, um, creating hostility and division and hatred for the fossil fuel industry is a very valuable position, and I think it's deliberately what they're trying to do. So to answer your question, yeah, there will be a supply, but boy, is it going to be expensive. It'll be expensive, yeah. Uh, you know, it's um, everything that they do right now in this administration. Part of it I see as vindictive, and part of it I see as they have this small little window of time to get everything done. And so they're doing it rapidly. And then, you know, I guess I question, and I don't know if you do or not, why people keep buying the lies. This yeah. insurrection is a lie. It was something that shouldn't have happened. But the videos are coming out now, showing the police, letting them in. And I don't know if you saw it on American Greatness, but they had one there, the video of the police officer talking to the big guy and another big guy, the one that's the Viking. <laughs> and they have a microphone, and they're yelling to the crowd, we must remain peaceful as in our First Amendment. Both of them said this. So it was not an insurrection. They were there just to make their voices heard as to what was going on that day. Isn't it odd and that that video footage hasn't been released uh, before, now. right? I mean, you, you know the Capitol has to have cameras and microphones everywhere. It's a pretty high-security building. Isn't it strange that those videos weren't released on the 7th, on the 8th, on the 9th? It's, it's been months. The FBI is still posting photos of people who were there saying wanted for crimes against the state, you know, help us track down this person. But like you said, there's all this footage coming forward, and you say, well, why has this been kept hidden for so long? Um, again, what's the larger agenda they're trying to accomplish? Mm -hmm. Well, and they're making, uh, the left is making everyone on the right an enemy, if you believe, if you don't believe in climate change, if you don't believe in the insurrection, if you do believe that there was a problem with the 2020 election, then you're the problem. Because you're in their way. And the American people have got to wake up to this and understand. You know, and if you believe in, in traveling and, and fossil fuel being the, the better way, you know, not that we're, we're not against other ways. It's just that it's the better way. I don't believe in the government controlling it. Let's put it that way. Exactly. <laughs> then you're, and, and then you're the bad guy. You're the bad yeah. guy. And, and our beloved president uh, is, is going to Detroit today to talk about electric vehicles, and I'm sure the music is going to kick in in a second. But maybe when we come back, I can mention that because exactly we don't we don't oppose other alternatives, we don't oppose electric vehicles, wind, solar. But let's be honest about what they are and and what they cost, and let's be honest about why is Joe Biden 
promoting this over that? Why is the president picking winners and losers? Um, it, it's very curious as to what he's doing in Detroit today. Well, you know, we have uh, a little joke going on here in the office. Rudy's a car guy, and he likes the loud motors, <laughs> engines. I don't know if I'm even going to say this right. He may have to get up and correct me because I know the music's going to be playing here. But my brother is a car guy, too. And he was in the other day visiting me and checking up on me. And uh, I, I was making fun of the car. I hear the music. Rudy's going to have to share this when we come back. <laughs> but the guys were ganging up against me, Daniel. You know, my idea of a car is, oh, it's a pretty red. Or it's a pretty white. <laughs> I hear music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. And we'll, be, we'll all three be right back. <laughs> Returns. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Daniel, I'm going to let Rudy kind of tell you this story because I think it's kind of funny. And, and then he and my brother made remarks about the electric cars after that. So And then we're going to let you take over. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny about the story. I mean, it's just an awesome Chevy pickup truck. It's a standard cab. You know, it's not this stretched out thing. And he's got the motor all cammed up with headers and the turbo exhaust it just sounds awesome and he's always driving in front of the studio and showing off and i get very distracted when he comes <laughs> it's noisy what color is it it's silver <laughs> it's a pretty silver truck for your information so they made the comment that you can't you can't get that with an electric car <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is on that and get that with an electric car. So what's what's the president doing in Detroit today? No, well, he, he's up there to promote electric vehicles. And, and again, uh, free country. Buy whatever yes, darn car you wish you could buy. And, and a lot of times we have to buy a car that we need, right? It, it is the, the purpose of the vehicle which really dictates the purchase, uh, you know, do you have kids, are you commuting far for work, or do you have a farm and you need a pickup truck, are you hauling things, right? So we don't all have the luxury of saying, well, I would have bought a Chevy pickup, but instead I bought a Prius because of climate change. If you need a Chevy pickup, you probably yeah, are going to have to, exactly, right? So <laughs> we just take that equation out when it comes to the, the climate issue and we say these are the cars that we think you should buy. And the president, of course, is going to talk about all the billions of dollars in subsidies from charging stations. Uh, it's funny how, you know, if you pull into a lot and you need to charge your car, the president wants you to just plug it in. But if you need gas, well, you have to pay for it. Well, someone's paying for that charge, right? Someone's paying for the electricity. It's not free. So so where is that money coming from? But no, the, so somehow the idea that it's going to be free, of course, free is in air quotes, it's supposed to be another attractive thing. I've talked a lot of, on your show about how the rare earths that go into vehicles yes. are are primarily mined in China or in, in Africa with terrible slave-like conditions, human rights abuses, child labor, etc. Um, the same could be said of, of China. There's a study, and I should send it to you if you wanted to share it with your wonderful audience. 
There was a study from a, a study from a German think tank that said uh, driving a diesel-powered Mercedes is better for the environment than than a Tesla because of the amount of uh, environmental impact of mining these rare earths, of transporting them, of 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 I don't know if the proper term is really it's not really smelting them, but it is heating them to 2,000 degrees to get whatever element out of them. I mean, all of this stuff is very carbon and labor intensive. And if these are your goals, to lower carbon emission, to lower footprints, well, then a combustion engine is much better for the environment than an electric vehicle. But Biden's not going to mention any of these truths. He's going to talk about climate change and he's going to make some stupid comments and tell a story about how his father told me, Joey, a man said, if a caterpillar looks like a spider, then your grandmother can bake cookies. You know, He'll make some story up, as he always does, and we're all supposed to scratch our head and say, why do you think your father was Socrates? Uh, but, but there are some realities about electric vehicles that I just want to say, let's have an honest conversation about them. Let's not deny all of these truths, but, but that's not how political agendas work. Well, I was going to ask, you know, if we have this plugging in station, what where does that electricity come from? Does it use any fossil fuel to get there? Does it have its own little windmill standing there to uh pump it out or <laughs> No, but the whole the holy spirit generators right behind them. They have generators. No, diesel generators. Diesel right generators. <laughs> Oh, you know, and that Mercedes that Daniel mentioned will run for 30 years and 400, 500,000 miles, you know, and that electric car, how many sets of batteries will that go through in that amount of time? That's a wonderful point. Your battery has roughly a 10-year lifespan, and and the battery of an electric vehicle is about a third of the cost of the vehicle, right? Kind of similar to your engine, right? I mean, the frame, the doors, the plastics, that's not the expensive stuff. That is the stuff that is mass produced. But the, the battery is by far the most expensive component, and it has a 10-year lifespan. So would you buy this Chevy pickup truck if the dealer said, hey, in 10 years, buddy, you're going to have to spend another $15,000 to, to get a new engine. So maybe I'll buy something else. How many people know that about electric vehicles? Again, these are just some un- inconvenient truths to use St. Al of Gore's book. These are some inconvenient truths that need to be explained to the American people, but we just obfuscate and, and we pretend that this is a perfect solution to an imminent crisis. What it is is a scam, and there's an awful lot of people getting very, very wealthy from climate change. Yes. And I think that's the topic that people really need to understand. There is no existential threat. I got a big kick out of the the guy talking about the EMP on Levin on the second half on Sunday night because he said climate change is not an existential threat. No. But not protecting the grid is, and China is an existential threat, and Russia is an existential, and it's an existential threat that we don't have it protected. Those are the yeah. existential threats, and the people just don't seem to get it. And I, I think we as Americans all deserve some sort of a fruit basket from Elon Musk because we have made him the richest man in the world and I know every day it goes up and down so I don't know now if he's number one or number two or number three but 
I'll tell you this, he's got more money than I do. We have made him the richest person in the world because of taxpayer subsidies. The, 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 his vehicles are subsidized to such a degree that guilty white liberals buy them because who else is buying an $80,000 Tesla? Uh, my truck was not $80,000, I'll tell you that. Um, who's buying an $80,000 subsidized? And, and if it were full price, it would be closer to 125000 but who else is buying an $80,000 car but a rich, guilty, white liberal? Who, or someone who wants to show off that he can afford a stupid $80,000 car. That's who buys $80,000 cars or people who have 19 kids and need to buy the huge Yukon Denali, which is roughly $80,000 because it's so big. I was going to ask you what color your truck was. <laughs> Mine is silver. Silver. Mine well, is they're a, all silver. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it hides dirt. They're all silver. <laughs> it hides dirt very well, or it hides dirt pretty well. Um, pretty Elon well. Musk's other other huge wealth generator is, um, well, two others. One is taxpayer subsidized because it is these taxpayer-funded trips to outer space that, that SpaceX mm. generates. Uh, who else is paying for these trips but the American taxpayers? Not going to deny the technology is fascinating, but I don't know why I'm paying for some guy to go to space. I'd like to know what I get out of it. Don't tell me Tang. Um, and then the third thing that makes Elon Musk so much money. <laughs> I didn't know anybody even remembered that one. <laughs> that <was good. laughs> the third thing is carbon credits, and this is where he, where he makes the most money are carbon swaps because guilty corporations have to do their share for climate change, and they buy these carbon offsets. That's what made Al Gore very rich, and that's what makes Elon Musk very rich. If you go to Google and you look at the bottom of their home screen at any given moment, it says on the bottom, carbon neutral since 2007. It is not carbon neutral. It uses more electricity than the city of San Francisco, but it has so much wealth, it just buys some carbon offsets. Again, it is the equivalent of saying, yes, I hate a whole pint of ice cream, but I put the dog on the treadmill for 30 minutes, and when you balance out <laughs> calories and, and, and carbohydrates, as a family, we've lost weight today because my dog ran for 30 minutes. And that's not how the body works, and that's not how corporations work, but we, we fall for these lies in the name of climate change. It, it- you know, and uh, I'm tired of the climate change because it, I believe it is the biggest, it's the biggest hoax ever perpetrated amongst, on a people. And it's not just the people here in the United States, although we're getting really hammered. It's across the globe. And like I said, there are people, politicians and others, entrepreneurs that are profiting from this. And Al Gore is one of them. And John Kerry is one of them. And so are some of these others that do their their speaking, you know. They just sit around and speak, these actors and actresses, against climate change. And I feel sorry for people like Greta, although she's old enough to know better now. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. We will be right back. 
As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. Wide. Cover Wallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800 800- 220-7612. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bring an america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we have returned. We're in the final segment of today's show. It's the fastest hour of the day, and I've really had a lot of fun. And Daniel, you know, we have to get serious about this. And, you know, I've tried to tell my listeners climate change isn't real. Don't panic over climate change. Be good stewards, but don't panic over climate change. And uh, be aware of it every time they stick it in legislation or they say it in their speeches and and the same thing with the pandemic. We have got to stop being a people living in fear. Fear is tyranny. And that's where I see us right now. And But power of the future, you know, our energy here in the United States is important. And monkeying around with that like they are is, is an existential threat. I'll turn it over to you for that. No, you're absolutely right, and I think we've witnessed too many of those catastrophes. Um, and, and again, self-inflicted catastrophes. Um, okay. um, luckily, this this incident with the Colonial Pipeline, it, there have been no recorded deaths as of yet. I'm sure there was a lot of recorded inconvenience and frustration, and costs are almost incalculable. People didn't go to work. People didn't deliver food. People didn't. Uh, deliver whatever their product is made at home, et cetera. And so there was definitely some human suffering. Um, and that was a human con- uh, failure. Uh, uh, but we've talked a lot about the power rationing in California and New Mexico. We've talked about the, the silly, silly, uh, 25% renewable electricity mandate in Texas imposed by a Republican governor because he bought into the climate change agenda. And that did oh, contribute. Okay. Absolutely. That did contribute to 40-some-odd deaths. Um, and, and so there, there are a lot of – there is a lot of real human suffering uh, caused by this. There's a lot of there's, – there's livelihoods. There's life on the line when government tinkers for these political agendas. And whether it's climate change, whether it's uh, health care, so many of these issues – we need to grow. To back to your very first question of the show, what can we do to fight back? We need to grow in our understanding that people, free people, make the better decisions about their lives than, than government Amen. ever will. And that's Amen. how we, we combat. And anyone who tries to take away your freedom of choice, of, of whether it's your, what school your kids get to go to, what weapons you're allowed to own, in your what car you're allowed to drive, that is a larger agenda that is the detriment of our American way of life. And these schools, these children that are being fed this porn, you know, this, then these parents need to to mandate that the school board members tell you a list, give you a list, send a list home to the parents or on the email, I think they do these days, of what books are required. Those parents need to know what those kids are being required to read. And... uh 
I was going to go back to the delivery of food. You know, people will think, well, I go to the grocery store and get mine. You know, but that's not the way it is right now. And it started before the pandemic, but it hit, it escalated during the pandemic where everybody's going online ordering food and it's getting delivered by mail. And exactly. Even the mailman has to get gas in his truck, even though it's a government car. <laughs> and, and, and this is why that uh, probably the biggest political lie in the last decade or so is such an important uh, commentary. Uh, if you like your doctor, you can keep the doctor. Mm. That was a, a, a calculated political lie because it was meant to assuage or assuage, I forget how you pronounce it, the concerns of the average Americans. They wanted to know, if this goes forward, what does it mean for me? And here was the president with the power of the president and the confidence in the vast majority of the people who elected him telling them, Nothing is going to change in your life. Everything. This is this is a good thing. It, don't be afraid of it. The Republicans are trying to scare you. Remember Paul Ryan pushing Grandma off the cliff. They're trying oh, to scare yeah. you. This is good for you. And it was all a bunch of lies. And they knew it was lies. They wanted it to go forward because they wanted control. It was not about making your health care better. It was not about making your life better. They wanted control. Now it's the new set of lies, existential threat of climate change, cities are going to be underwater pretty soon, morons like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Andrew Yang back in the presidential debates saying we have to start moving people to higher ground, right? Fear is how they will try to push this agenda, and they will try to concern you. Nothing's going to change. It's going to be you ride it in your pickup truck, you drive an electric pickup truck. Rather than this, it's going to be just as good because they know if they told you the truth about what will happen to your quality of life, they know you will not go for it. If people knew what would have happened to their relationship with their doctor, they never would have allowed Obamacare to go forward. And that's why they have to do this with something even more intimate, which is your energy. Had they known, if they'd have paid attention, we haven't been able to pick our doctor since Hillary Clinton fixed the health care system with the HMOs and the PPOs. You could only yeah. go to a doctor that was on a certain list. You couldn't pick your doctor yourself. And moving to higher ground, they want us, and I know people are going to roll their eyes around, but they want us to live like the people in China live, stacked on top of each other in the city. The government will take the country. They will take all the land, and they will distribute they will have their, they're going to farm it, and we know how good they are at, uh, at running businesses. We've seen that. <laughs> they yeah, don't do too much. Absolutely. Well. And so uh, food's going to be a shortage. Uh, it's not going to be healthy, and that's, that's the ploy. I mean, that's where yeah. they're going. Yeah, they and that's why, that's why the Second Amendment battles are so important. That's why the free speech and the cancel culture mm-hmm. battles are so important. That's why we have to push back even against those awful rhinos. And and the and the libertarians who say Facebook is a free country is a free company they can do whatever they want with their platform no because it is not about the freedom of Facebook to do whatever it wants it is about censoring opposing points of view and if they get rid of people who have different points of view meaning they don't allow them on TV meaning they take down CSC from the airwaves. And then if they get rid of everybody's ability to defend themselves against a tyrannical government, and then they can push you to whatever land they want you to. Then they can tell you what vehicle you have to drive. And it will be that slow, slow erosion of your rights and your freedoms. 
until, sadly, the next generation, our young people, are mindless simps who just go along with what the government tells them to do. And that's exactly what they want. And I was going to say, even if you're one of those lucky ones that can drive a vehicle, because they really want us all on bicycles. They want us to live yeah. within a community, the sustainable community, the smart growth is you work in the community, that you can walk to work, you can ride to work. And now, of course, they've proven with the pandemic, you can work from home. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of us that do that. I don't do that. I And I have siblings and, and uh, nieces and nephews that are able to do that. But this is all a ploy to bring America down and make us dependent on someone else, dependent on government, dependent on other nations. You know, it's it's like I still believe Obama's behind all of this. <laughs> and it's like he's just slapping the American people. He wants his Marxism. That's what he wants in this nation. And he's going to get it by golly, and he's going to punish you along the way. And I don't think Biden has a clue what's going on. And even if he did, he'd still go along with it because he's never been a good guy for the people. I hear the music. Daniel, thank you so much. You just add so much to the show and uh, your wisdom. You and you and Rudy should have done the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pleasure to be on with you, man. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much, Daniel. We'll see you or hear from you on Friday with another report. Appreciate all that you do. You know, folks, we've got to wake up. We've got to realize that we're being fed a bunch of lies, and it's time that we stood up and bring America home. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.